Hi everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. For those watching for the first time, welcome. My name is Dan Pardo and this is the 12th episode of Pardo's Turn, my weekly Wednesday web series where I analyze a classic show tune from a music director's point of view and with the help of a special guest, perhaps shed a little light on what makes the gems of our musical theater canon so great. Today is an episode that I've been looking forward to since Pardo's Turn first began. For the past two years, my super-talented friend Joan Almadelia, known for being Broadway's longest-running Kim in Miss Saigon, Imelda Marcos in the Carnegie Hall concert of Here Lies Love, and Fantine on the road in Les Mis, has been traveling the country as Lady Tiang in the first national tour of The King and I. My wife Chrissy and I were able to catch her world-class performance at the Academy of Music in Philly, and as soon as we launched the series, we knew that she had to come on the show. Pardo's turn was made for songs like Something Wonderful. Every moment is thoughtfully composed, with a keen awareness of the characters in play and the circumstances surrounding them, without becoming too self-aware or getting in the way of the beautiful storytelling. Lady Tiang undoubtedly loves the king, but it's not always easy or even safe. As head wife, she needs to do two things above all, stay in line and tread lightly. Richard Rodgers' brilliant melody reinforces both of these ideas. In the verse, she literally spends the first ten bars on one single note. But it's not recitative and free, it's the opposite, metered and restrictive. She's singing to Anna the way she walks her daily tightrope of life, while chromatic harmonies perilously navigate around her. When she finally does make a leap to another pitch, just prior to the main refrain, it's on the lyric help and protect. The only time she falls out of line in the verse or in her day-to-day -day, is when she needs to be of service to the king. Her long note, held fittingly on Hammerstein's lyric, As Long As You Live, stays sure and unwavering while the chords underneath her alternate between consonant diatonic harmonies and one particularly dissonant chord built on the seventh scale degree. As long as you live. Like wedding vows or an autocratic loyalty pledge, the music serves as a reminder that she must stand by him in both good times and bad. When we get to the song proper, each line is broken up into two parts, which we've identified in previous episodes as the antecedent and the consequent phrases, the setup and the payoff. In Something Wonderful, the two halves couldn't be more dissimilar. It starts out with a word of caution and criticism. He will not always say what you would have him say. And musically, the melody jumps back and forth and back and forth in strange chromatic intervals, like a person carefully navigating a musical minefield. He would not always say what you would have him say. But now and then he'll say something wonderful, and the music changes. The consequent phrase starts out with an arpeggio straight up the major tonic, then beautifully sets up the title lyric with graceful descending leaps like she's collapsing in his arms. But now and then he'll say something wonderful. Ah, all the tension and caution has suddenly melted away. Until, of course, the next phrase begins and the cycle starts all over again. 
The bridge, which moves rather quickly, changes to a more stepwise melody and plays with a bit of mode mixture as well, alternating between the G natural and the G sharp for the line He has a thousand dreams that won't come true and Roger's choice for which words he inflected as major or minor is interesting. You would expect the king having a thousand dreams would be the joyful part, and the fact that they don't always come true being the minor turn. But the way that Lady Tiang sings about it, the opposite seems to be the case. It just illustrates her complicated relationship with him, as well as the futility of it all, because she needs to be silent and supportive either way. As she reveals further, you know that he believes in them, and that's enough for you. Major or minor, true or false, it doesn't really matter. The last A section starts out the same, but then breaks form, leaping higher than she's ever gone with the phrase, He'll always need your love, before retreating, And so he'll get your love. No conditions, no questions, no terms. The relationship is as simple as that. He needs, and she provides. But she's not bitter or jaded or jealous. She concludes, a man who needs your love can be wonderful. And the music draws to a close without any irony or doubt, loudly and squarely on the tonic in root position. Despite any misgivings, there is no question that Lady Tiang believes what she is singing here. She considers herself lucky. Top Tim, who rejects the king, is the foolish one. Hi, guys. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, so we have Joan Almadelia and her son, CJ Uli, who are fresh off the tour of the King Mai. Yes. And from what I understand, CJ, you didn't miss a single performance. Is that right? Mm-hmm. How many shows was that? Um, 600 <laughs> something. 22, maybe? Well, you're like the Cal Ripken of musical theater. <laughs> That's amazing. So what was it like to do a show uh, as a mother and son? Well, um, we've always been working together in terms of his education. Mm-hmm. So that's that during the day. So you've and been then... homeschooled even before you were on the road? Yes. Well, do you like what? that, CJ? Mm-hmm. I imagine there's there was a child wrangler for the company. Or yes, at least. of course, studio teachers. So, you know, being your the, the mother that's actually there, do they kind of defer a little a few of the responsibilities, or did you kind of just pretend they were, that you... They were great. Mm-hmm. They were really good. They were good at, you know, communicating with, we need to work on this stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and I appreciated it, because I was, a, you know, it's a constant work to to raise a child, yeah. so I appreciated that, and they were, they were great. I just did a production of Fun Home, which, you know, obviously has the three kids, and uh, the parents were always kind of around, and it was a, a nice balancing act to find out what the maximum level of involvement and support would, was. Yeah. And I'm sure the fact that you were in the company and prominently featured as the star of the and company. And you said it right there, balance is a good thing, mm-hmm. because there, these are like a balance for me of two profound things, like the, my career and then, you know, uh, being a mom during the day. It was such a good distraction for me, and these were good things I'm working on. Mm-hmm. So it was good. I didn't have to... I don't, didn't have time to whine about anything or to worry about anything. I just had to do what I needed to do. For a role as emotionally demanding as Lady Tiang, was it nice to have kind of that family structure in place to kind of, as you said, distract yourself from the from the role? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it was great. You and know. you've been on the road twice before, or at least twice before? Twice before The King and I. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. How did this compare, uh, you know, either 
in terms of what the schedule is like or what the you know what, what it's like to be on the road in I was just thinking about me <laughs> <laughs> those two, two, two times about what mm -hmm. I needed you know now it's like okay um there's another human being that needs right. food who's always hungry so have you done theater before this CJ or is this uh, something new for you new so I know you've done what film TV or some commercial stuff mm-hmm what do you prefer? Do you like being on stage or do you like being behind a camera? Um, on stage. Okay, I'm sorry, this camera over there. <laughs> so, Lady Tiang you know, is one of the classic soprano roles, and based on the rest of your resume, Fontaine and Soul Girl from uh, Superstar, that's, I mean, that's not where you live. What's no. it been like to, to make that transition and, and do a role like this? I have been studying with a friend of mine, but I was just never confident to mm -hmm. sing it in public like that placement, yeah. you know, um, but when the opportunity came up, when I auditioned for the Muni, mm -hmm. it was actually, the director wanted it, uh, take it down, mm -hmm. like, way down, because he said, because I have already have, like, two sopranos, and I wanted, like, a mother mm -hmm. earth down here, singing and grounded, yeah. you know, so I was hoping that would happen with the tour, <laughs> but who, who it was, was like that he... Who was the director for the Rob? Movie? Ruggiero? Yes. I've worked with him. He That's like one of his go-to strategies. When we did Showboat, he did the same thing with all the Fravidals things. He has this things. thing about like I'm grounded. Yes, that's said. like his favorite word. <laughs> right? Yeah. And it, it actually but works. But a really brilliant like, director. Because you know, the women are up mm -hmm. here like, let me bring you down. Uh -huh. Let me bring the show down to so you, the uh, soil. So you transposed the piece uh, for the, the tour as well or, or no? No. Oh, okay. No, no, I kept it the way um, we Good, they did. Good, otherwise I have to said. transpose on site. So. <laughs> I just finally said to myself at that time, you know, I'm just going to do it and mm -hmm. not think. And I think that was a problem. I was thinking too much. Yeah. Um, and it, it was the people telling me, you have it, you have it. But I was not convinced that mm -hmm. I was. And I, I would have, like, you know. What is your kind of training, so to speak? Did you go to... Uh, did you study voice or did you study acting? Or? No, I studied economics. <laughs> how, did you but, break, how did you break into I the just, theater No, scene? because my, you know, uh, my Filipino parents are like, you know, you need something to fall back on. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Which, you know, I respect but, that. But Filipino but parents I also just, say, sing, sing. Yeah, yes. exactly. Here, sing, now, right now. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I just I just love to perform. And every time I would say, oh, that's, this, this is it, I'm going to stop singing, mm -hmm. something comes up. You know, so what was, what was the what was the event that kind of broke through for you? My first break was Kim and Miss Saigon, mm -hmm. and that was that was vocally con. I was very confident in that one because it sat like was right on where you know where yeah. but I it used also, to. It also is like two hours straight of singing. It's true. She never leaves the stage, um, but but you know if if you're comfortable with it, I think the thing with Lady Tan for me, it's the main song is on my break mm -hmm. the whole entire time. So it's always like, okay, my bad, be careful. It's like a crystal ball, don't drop it, don't yeah, be but, lazy. But, but that's also you know? speaks to Lady Tang as a character. She's always kind of in yeah. a moment of insecurity and yeah. she's always like one event away from you know something catastrophic happening. Right. And at the same time, she knows her power and she knows how to use it. She knows yeah. when to give it away. What was uh, Bart like as director? Had, had you worked on uh, with him before, or no? This was the first time, and, and Bart really, and I mean this in a in a um, uh, as a compliment mm -hmm. that he he really brings out the best and the worst in you at, for the for the character's sake. Like mm -hmm. with Lady Tam, 
I'm not like, you know, I would execute some stuff for the sake of the king. Like, that is not my personality. Right. However, I, I could relate to how much I love my husband and how much I will protect my husband and, you know, my home. Mm-hmm. That I could relate to, and I held on to that all throughout the, you know, every time we do the show. But he would, he would always make sure what his point was, because directors have the vision, mm-hmm. you know, you think you're doing the right thing in your head as an actor, but out there it doesn't read right. Mm-hmm. So he's very specific about, you know, when you smile a little bit and I see kindness, it doesn't work. Can you know? he go out on the road with you at all and kind of check up on it? Or, or? He did visit us maybe a couple of times, mm-hmm. and then the closing. That was nice. This is a man who thinks with his heart, his heart is not always wise. This is a man who stumbles and falls, but this is a man who tries. This is a man you forgive and forgive and help and protect as long as you share, and obviously like the video. We will see you next week on Pardo's Turn. Bye!
Oh, <laughs> 